a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry. Uh, thanks to all the callers who picked up the phone and had a, a conversation with me on that last topic. I think we'll do this more often. I, uh, I very much enjoyed uh, the, the call-in aspect of this. I enjoyed uh, speaking to you directly. I know uh, that we're able to go back and forth via text message and Facebook and elsewhere, uh, but to be able to hear your voice and to go back and forth directly with you uh, like that, something that I very much enjoyed there. Hopefully you did as well. So we'll do more of that here on this program. Uh, last word I'd share with you on the, the topic of the NBA is uh, you heard me read a portion of the Utah Jazz Organization's statement, which came ahead of the return to play just yesterday. Uh, that that statement was posted on Facebook, and there are 3,000-plus uh, comments and responses to that. I've shared those all on my own Facebook page, and so if you go there uh, right now, the most recent posting is that statement I read to you from the Utah Jazz and, uh, and then the comments. I'll, I'll forewarn you, the, the comments uh, by some people can get a little crude. And so if uh, you know, you're sensitive to that, maybe that's not the, the place you want to go looking. But uh, for me, as I read through them, it was interesting to see uh, that there were so many varied responses to that. There were some very strong uh, views uh, and to... And to generalize them, there are those who are very much in support uh, of kneeling during the anthem. And then uh, there are those, uh, in fact, the views held by all those folks who called into the program just a moment ago, uh, that kneeling, in fact, is, is inappropriate. It's just inappropriate. And that, yes, uh, it is wholly appropriate to communicate uh, a message. If you feel that there is uh, systemic injustice across this country, and that there are groups within this country who are facing uh, uh, unfairness at the hands of uh, the government and police and other organizations, by all means, and I mean that quite literally, by all means uh, available to you, your social media, uh, the back of your jersey, as we described, uh, do that. Do that. You know, from the rooftops, shout your views. But the national anthem's a little different. Yeah. Uh, that one we can't disrespect. we got to stand on our feet for that one. All right. Uh, I told you before the break there we were going to talk about Joe Biden. I will stay true to that promise and ask, does Politico know something that we don't? Politico, the, the, that politics magazine, do they know something that we don't? Let me back up a little bit. Uh, it was uh, not that long ago that Joe Biden... Uh, made it known that uh, he first would be uh, picking a woman as his running mate. And then, uh, more recently, uh, he narrowed down the timeline. In fact, uh, he, when he was asked recently uh, about when we will know his pick uh, as his running mate, here's what he said. I will, uh, I'm going to have a, a choice in the first week in August, and uh, I promise I'll let you know when I do. Oh, thank you very much, Mr. Biden. Thank you. Uh, so why did I ask the question, does Politico know something that we don't? Well, uh, the other day, the other day, uh, Politico posted 
a uh, essentially a listing and a bio of all of those who have been rumored uh, to be on the the short list, along any list of uh, former Vice President Joe Biden as his potential uh, running mate. And what Politico did, either by accident or by who knows what, uh, they declared they declared a decision. There was a stretch of time where well ahead of any official announcement by Joe Biden, uh, it was being reported by Politico that Kamala Harris, senator from California, uh, was in fact uh, Joe Biden's VP pick. (laughs) Yeah. It has since been changed, and she is listed now just as uh, all the rest of those being speculated as uh, potential VP picks. And if you uh, make your way to this long list of, uh, of names on the potential list, Uh, by uh, Joe Biden. There's an interesting editor's note. It says uh, this again on Politico. Editor's note, an earlier version of this graphic mistakenly reported that Biden had made his VP selection. We regret that mistake. Now, how is it possible? How how does a mistake like that come to be? I I don't know. I I do know that uh, in a past life of mine, uh, I was was a director of communications uh, working for a member of Congress. And you, from that position, you put out a number of press releases uh, and, and you assist uh, in disseminating statements and reactions to things. And sometimes as you prepare those press releases, uh, they are based on some unknown variables. Like let's say there is, uh, there's a vote and you don't know how the vote will go. It, it could go either uh, way. And so to be well prepared, you draft a statement or not a statement, rather, but a, a a press release under you know a certain headline that either indicates uh, that the bill passed or the bill failed. And sometimes you have those things uh, prepared in advance if you're a good staffer. Uh, and then, as soon as the vote is cast, you get with the member of Congress and you uh, get a statement from them included in the press release and send it out. And every once in a while, every once in a blue moon, a mistake is made, and something that was prepared ahead of time. Uh, is, is sent out erroneously, right? Uh, celebrating uh, something that didn't come to fruition. It's like this. When I was a, a missionary in Mexico, I spent much of my time, I was a missionary for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, and I spent uh, much of my time there uh, in very, very small villages uh, with indigenous uh, Mexicans. Uh, some of them didn't even speak Spanish. They would speak uh, some uh, even, you know, an antiquated uh, language, an indigenous language. And and you've seen this before on TV. You will see, uh, you'll see like championship T-shirts for teams that didn't win the championship. All right. Uh, so w- one of these days, I hope to track down a, a Buffalo Bills Super Bowl uh, championship, either hat or T-shirt. If you have one, please uh, s- send me a note. You and I have got some business to do. Uh, but it's like that. Sometimes you prepare for something that doesn't ultimately happen, and then you're left with uh, these resources. I wonder, I wonder if uh, something like that uh, may have happened in the political world. Or not. Or maybe they actually do know, and that was a major slip. And any day now, Joe Biden will be announcing uh, Kamala Harris uh, as as the running mate. Now, there are a lot of uh, arguments back and forth. Is she uh, a good pick? Is she a bad pick? But before we get into any of that, we only have a few moments left here. But let me remind you that Kamala Harris has had a few strong words uh, uh, to share criticizing Joe Biden. Here she is, in fact, during uh, one of the presidential debates. 
Do you agree today that you were wrong to oppose busing in America then? No, Do you agree? I did not oppose busing in America. What I opposed is busing ordered by the Department of Education. That's what I opposed. Well, I there did was not a oppose. failure of, of states to, to integrate no, public schools in America. I was part of the second the, class to integrate Berkeley, but, California public schools almost two decades after Brown v. Board of Education. Because your city council made that decision. It was a so local decision. So that's where the federal government must step the, in. The that's why we have the Voting Rights Act and the Civil Rights Act. Could these two run together? Now, she has endorsed him uh, for president as have, I believe, all the rest of the candidates, uh, former candidates. Uh, but could the two of them uh, run together? Does she bring enough to the table to, uh, to elevate Joe Biden to a position where he could defeat Donald Trump? I don't know. I don't know. There are other names out there. Uh, certainly, uh, Susan Rice is a, a name which is gaining ground and gaining traction and momentum, uh, possibly uh, the pick. Now, uh, one of the things pointed out uh, about her background is that she has never before uh, held uh, elected office. Uh, is that a positive or a negative? I mean, if you, if you think about Donald Trump, uh, he also uh, is not one who has ever held elective office. And look at him now. He's president of the United States. But Susan Rice, former national security advisor, does she bring more to the table than could a Kamala Harris? If you roll back the clock, uh, let's say before Benghazi, had you ever heard of Susan Rice? I hadn't. I'll, I'll admit that I hadn't. Now, it wasn't until uh, it wasn't until uh, her time as National Security Advisor and the the, the Benghazi story that came. Uh, in its wake, did I even know much about Susan Rice? And I wonder if that holds true uh, throughout the nation. And I wonder if that is a positive or a negative. I mean, someone who Republicans have uh, spent so much energy and time criticizing, that may be, that may be a badge of honor uh, when, when, uh, when running alongside uh, Joe Biden. Who knows? Uh, we'll see. And I am very anxious uh, to know who it is the, the vice president chooses, or I'm sorry, yeah, former vice president Joe Biden chooses, uh, because that individual will, in October, travel here to Utah uh, to debate Mike Pence uh, at the University of Utah. Some history will be made here in this state, and uh, who will be involved in that history will be dependent on a choice made by Joe Biden. Uh, just next week. Uh, all right, quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue uh, the attention I am paying to Politico. This is not to the, the segment sponsored by Politico, I assure you. Politico makes a fascinating, fascinating proposal. They speculate as to whether or not Donald Trump actually will run for president in November. Yeah, stick around. I'll share with you the details on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio.